Good to have you on board today. Bill Michael Show, continuing on this beautiful day. Good Friday, too. We made it. We made it to Friday, right? Let the beverages start flowing in a few hours. Unless, of course, you're still at work, and then wait till you get home or at least get out. But, uh, yeah, what a good weekend coming up. A lot of good stuff happening. Brewers uh, in Cincinnati. Hopefully they can take a few from Cincinnati, you know, at least. Just uh, don't lose another road series, you know. I mean, for where they are right now, and you'd love to see the bats come alive. I mean, no reason not to. It looks like it's going to be a good weather weekend uh, in Cincinnati as well. But, uh, man, just take more than a couple from the Reds. Reds, remember, they're only three games back. If the Bre- God forbid the Brewers get swept in this series. Think about that for a minute. God forbid the Brewers get swept in this series. You know? They got four against Cincinnati. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then a wraparound on Monday. Don't forget. A wraparound on Monday. And they lose three out of four in this series, and all of a sudden the, the Reds are knocking on the top spot in the division. Reds are hot. You know, Now, don't get me wrong, because after that, the Reds will uh, – I think they play L.A., St. Louis before they get to Kansas City and then Houston. Uh, and I didn't look any further at their schedule. That, but, yeah, they've got the Dodgers. they got three against the Dodgers, three against St. Louis. That's in St. Louis. And then three on the road against Houston. Uh, you got oh, or excuse me, three on the road against Kansas City, and then they come. No, then they go to Houston. They go on the road to Houston, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, the Brewers in the meantime trying to just kind of hang on right now, and uh, just just tread water, just get through get through the month. They got four on the road against Cincinnati. They come back home, and then then they get Baltimore. Then they get the A's. <laughs> and as Art says, uh, the Brewers' schedule is going to get easier. But we all know when the easy teams come in and they should win, they don't. They have got four against Cincinnati, the wraparound. Then they come back uh, next Tuesday. They're going to be back at uh, Great or at uh, American Family Field. I keep wanting to say Great American Ballpark. American Family Field. They've got three against Baltimore. Then three against the Oakland A's. The A's are terrible. You got you, you you hope you split with Cincinnati at the very least, right? Beat Baltimore two out of three, even though Baltimore's playing some good baseball right now over in the American League East. Can't you gotta win two out of three against the A's, right? You get a quick uh, two game series on the road up at Target Field against uh, the Twins before you come back home, and then you get Pittsburgh. Three against Pittsburgh, three against Arizona. You gotta make a run right there because that takes you to the end of June. Before you go on the road to a mid-level, kind of lowly Cleveland team, that takes you to June 25th. If you can't win and tread water now, man, then what? Right? Then what? So hopefully the Brewers just get one tonight. Just get one. Get off on the right foot tonight. That's uh, I think that's all we're hoping for. 877-867-1670. Top of the hour. If you want to chime in, you can. That's the phone number. If also you want to get a hold of us on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Then you've got uh, on Facebook and on Instagram, simply The Bill Michaels Show. You can subscribe for free. Follow us on YouTube. Uh, you can watch the program every day or listen to it, whatever you want to do. On YouTube, go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show on YouTube. Same thing on Twitch TV. 
And uh, then you can email the program, the Bill Michaels, the T H E Bill Michaels at gmail.com. Uh, the Bill Michaels.com is the website. And you can download us on the app, WOZN, the Zone Madison. And you can also follow us after the fact on Apple. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, and you can follow us on Google Podcasts and so many other ways, so many other apps and such. But that's the easiest way to get a hold of the program. Uh, this one's, uh, let's see here. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Yeah, I know. Cincinnati's one of the hottest teams right now. They're still not that good, though. Let's be honest. Because hopefully, you know, and Jason says, well, don't forget Woodruff is back, is going to be back at the end of June. Supposed to be. Supposed to be. That's a Hold your breath. Him and Miley. And Miley was pitching well. Well, not real well before he went down. A couple of starts were rough. But Miley's been pitching well so far this season. You can get both of those guys back. Maybe just hang on, you know. Maybe just hang on. 877-867-1670. Uh, this is from Tom. Tom says, uh, hey, guys. Uh, the Brewers right now are a bad baseball team that's only going to get better. If this is the bottom, there's nowhere to go but up, and they're still atop the division. I look for them to win the division. St. Louis is foundering bad as well. But it, it, but if this is as bad as the Brewers are looking, don't you feel it's kind of the same for the Cardinals? I, I completely understand your argument because right now the Brewers are, you know, knock on wood, you're not going to get any more banged up than what you are, right? It's been a year in which injuries have decimated them. Decimated the, the offense, uh, pitching staff, you name it, okay? And they're still treading water. 100% agree. But can't you say the same thing about the Cardinals? I was just reading a little bit earlier and kind of, you know, spewing back and parroting back an article that I read regarding the Cardinals. They were they played 19 games in 19 days. Mikolas was really the only thing that was happening in a positive light. They got a few wins, but they've been struggling as of late. Their offense has, has been inept. And their pitching staff has not been good. They've got some jockeying to do via their pitching staff for lefties. They've got issues. So can't you say the same thing about St. Louis if the, for basically the same thing you're saying about, about the Brewers? Right? So maybe it's just who gets healthier faster? The, the old adage is, and I, I say it over and over and over again, and we should pretty much have this written on the wall behind me somewhere, to win a championship, you've got to be good. You've got to be lucky. You've got to be healthy, and you've got to get hot. Four things. Those are the four things that have to that that have to happen for you. That's that's what has to happen. You got to be good first. Then after that, you got to get a little luck. Then you got to be healthy and hot. That's it. Um. Jason says, in a perfect world, McCutch uh, should still be here, right? Hint, hint, Mark. With the right depth, you would send Weimer down for a bit, right? Uh, these are some of the things that bother me. Yeah. Yep. Weimer, although, did uh, what is it? Weimer uh, ended up with a double yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah, Joe, and it's expected when young guys come up and they have a lot of success and then they begin to struggle and they go one of two ways. They either go into a shell because now the pressure's on and they're putting a lot of self-induced pressure on themselves or they figure it out and they, they become metal-tested, so to speak, uh, you know, it's when teams get a book on you that you look into yourself and you go, okay, I can do this and I can figure this out. And guys do, or guys that, you know, like a Kesson hero who would come up, he'd have a little bit of success. And the minute he didn't, he couldn't figure it out. And they'd have to send him back down over and over and over and over and over again. 
So you, you hope that, uh, you know, Weimer kind of battles his way through it. And right now you don't have a ton down in the minor league system. It's not like you're sitting on top of a bunch of guys, like seven guys. They're gonna Think about this. You've had a total, I think it's 15 or 16, 15 or 16 rostered players that have played here in the big leagues that are all gone, whether they're DFA'd or banged up. 12 guys on the injured list. I mean, that's half your roster is gone. If you'd start the season coming out of spring training and you'd say, you know what, take half of these guys, some of them being your best arms, and just get rid of them for about two months, we'd all look at each other and go, you're nuts. You're 10 games under 500. you You're terrible. You don't hit that great to begin with, but you're terrible. So where they're at, you know, you look at it as maybe Craig Council is doing an incredible job. There are some things that maybe we can always second guess, but for the most part, at least you're getting, you're treading water. There's nothing spectacular here. I get it, but at least you're treading water. 877-867-1670. Find us. Go ahead and uh, if you want your voice to be heard, do it. Phone lines are wide open. Um, Who is this one from? This one is from Kyle. Kyle says, uh, hey, Bill, uh, I think Mark Murphy should be the one to dictate the dates that are going to be available for the fans. This is for the fans, owned by the fans, and we support this team with our hard-earned money. I do believe that the Packers then should open up more practices to the fans and become more fan-friendly. I agree with you. It's becoming far too corporate and far too distancing from us who actually pay the way. And that's from Kyle. I'll appreciate it. Um, again, I don't, and I hate to say this because this sounds bad, okay, but I'm going to say it anyway because I'm going to be honest. I've either been to training camp as somebody covering the team or I'm working. Very rarely do I get a chance to go sit in this. I've done it maybe twice in the 25 years, 24-plus years that I've been here, two or three times maybe that I've actually gone to the stands and watched practice as a fan. I have seen it from inside the ropes. I know what it means to Packers fans. I know what this team means. When I go back years and years and years ago when I worked for the network, you would travel to cities, and and still to this day, I mean, like, you know, when Mike and I will go to Chicago, we'll run into Packers fans. You see what it – or Minneapolis or Detroit or anywhere else for that matter – you see what the team means. You see the following the Packers have. This is one of the best, most highly supported, fan-friendly teams in the league. Okay? But it's for what it was to what it is, yes. It's distance itself. I agree with that. There's other teams that have to be fan-friendly, that have to be more open. You know, that have to be more accessible. They have to be because they've got to grow their fan support. The Packers are, it's a double-edged sword because on one hand, you look at it and you go, boy, what an incredible team, 25, 35, 75, whatever the number is, 1,000 people waiting on a fan base just to get season tickets, to get into Lambeau Field. It's a place where many Wisconsinites have never even been. I can't tell you how many times I run into somebody and they go, oh, no, I've never been to Lambeau, never had a ticket. And people want to go. So the Packers are unbelievably lucky. And it is an unbelievably supported and passionate, incredibly passionate fan base. On the other hand, as you, and we talked about this before, as you sit 
on the pedestal because you are so lauded by your fan base. You can then take it for granted and say, they're going to be there. We don't have to worry about it. We're not making a ton of money on it, although people do come to the pro shop and come to Lambeau Field and the surrounding areas. But we're not. Right? I mean, you know, people do that. But the Packers could look at it and go, you know, who cares? we got 70,000 people waiting to become season ticket holders. One guy gets mad at us, who cares? Next up. I mean, that that mentality can, can seep in when you're king of the mountain. You know? I don't think they specifically do that, but I do believe that, you know, that they've gotten away a little bit from the the common fan there's 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 i don't even know how to say it um there's people that are in position within the organization that don't have a sense as as to the history of the team they're there for a job and they they separate themselves from from you there i said it there i said it uh uh, Pac fan says you had Murphy on last week. Why didn't you ask him about this very thing? Because it wasn't a topic back then. I, it just somebody just brought it up on the live stream and talked about it. Cheddarball says you can easily get tickets for somebody who says I've never been to Lambo. It's because they couldn't get a ticket. It's just uh, choosing not to pay for it. <laughs> Don't you have to pay for tickets, Cheddarball? I mean, right? Right? No, Pac fan, it wasn't. We were talking about the NFL draft, which was all over Twitter at that time. We were talking about the draft and bringing it here. We were talking about the team. We were talking about the separation from Aaron Rodgers. We had him for 15 minutes and we asked as many questions as we could. 877-867-1670, You're right. Uh, Mary says Packers fans are everywhere. You're 100% correct. 100%. They're all over the place, all over the state, all over the country, all over the world for that matter. I mean, holy mackerel, look at the uh, the fan base. You could hear the Go Pack Go loudly, loudly uh, in London last year, big time. Uh, 877-867-1670. Got something to say? Say it. Give us a call. we got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Michael show we continue on and uh we were talking about the Packers training camp they are going to be practicing in Cincinnati uh when uh they uh, practice in Green Bay on Tuesday the 8th they fly to Cincinnati later that 9th and they're going to go with uh, joint practices against the Bengals on the 9th hold a walkthrough practice on the 10th play the preseason opener on Friday night August 11th so they have uh, announced that 
And I don't that that's you know what they brought other teams in, and uh, the Packers fans have been benefactors of that uh, to see teams like uh, the Houston Texans and such, and the Jets roll in. So we we've seen that. So we've been the benefactor benefactor of that. Um. And then uh, obviously the Packers are going to later host the Patriots, who are going to come here uh, and into Green Bay for uh, a set of joint practices as well. And uh, Matt LaFleur, as we all know, really likes using those joint practices during training camp, kind of creating a controlled but competitive opportunity, so to speak. And um, and they've done that in the past, so I get it. Have they announced every date yet, every date that they're going to have the open and closed practices? That's the one thing. When I went to the, uh, the website, uh, it doesn't say it on the website specifically. So if they've announced that, please let me know. I can't find it. It's not something that's that's right there in front of me. So I was trying to trying to take a look at that. Um, yeah, I still can't find it. So anyway, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to find us, uh, you can find us easily, easily. Uh, again, more uh, discussion regarding Mason Crosby and uh, Mark says, uh, what if Mason Crosby is still available and whatever kicker the Packers fall upon does not pan out. Would you bring Mason Crosby back? Do you know if he's working out? I, I don't know. I was I would assume, look, I would assume he is only for the fact that he did not want to close the door in his career. So I'm sure there's going to be a team or two or three that could end up calling him. Maybe the Packers are going to be one of them. Kicking at Lambeau Field's a different animal, but you can't tell if a player or a kicker, I should say, has it or not until you put them in the elements. And kicking outside at the Hudson Center in the summer is not in the elements. <laughs> you know, it, you just don't know. You don't know what you got in a kicker until, you know, you, you're seeing winds circulating off of, you know, if they're coming out of the south and they're hitting that north end zone facade and they're ricocheting back the way they do on the field, or if they're coming from the, the southeast and they hit, which then hits the facade, and then it goes, you know, uh, off to the west. It, you know, it, you just – you don't know. I mean, it's – it's it, kicking in Lambeau Field is a different animal. You know, I mean, look how long it took the Bears once they lost Robbie Gould. They cut Robbie Gould. They said, ah, we're going to move on. We don't want to pay him. Cut him loose. And how many kickers did they go through? They had double doinks, man, that kept them out of the postseason. So – it took them a while to find somebody that had capability to do that. How many kickers? How many kickers has Minnesota gone through? You know, when they were kicking over at TCF Bank Stadium in the cold. It's it's not easy, and you can't, you know, unless you turn fans on inside, you know, or outside these giant fans or something. And even then, you can't replicate how cold unless you put the you know the the footballs in 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 ice or in freezers, bring them out real quick and then kick them real quick. You, you, you it's, it's like kicking a rock. You, you can't, you can't replicate that. So I would assume that Mason Crosby is going to keep himself in shape and maybe, you know, maybe, you know, maybe that, uh, you know, if things go awry, maybe he's back. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I know Mason is a liked figure, and I know that's what a lot of people are hoping for. 
And quite frankly, I didn't have a problem. If they decided to bring Mason Crosby back, I didn't have a problem with it. I know there would be some. There's some people out there that scream and bitch and yell about everything. Okay? You're never going to make everybody happy because some people wake up angry and they know better than everybody else on the constant. Okay? It is not advantageous to have a guy just for kickoffs and a kicker just for field goals. You, you'd like to take that roster spot up with another guy, a depth player of some type, right? So that's not usually what you do. But if you've got a guy that's as sure-footed as Mason Crosby was this past season from 49 and in, that's points. Now, I have not looked at a, a an in-depth study that shows me if you don't get the ball as a touchback, what that has done to teams when it turns into flipping the field or points. I, I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. But it, it touchbacks seem to be a big thing for some people. That seemed to be a key statistic for some people. And I thought special teams-wise, the Packers were better last year. They had a couple, a couple of gaps, but for the most part, they were a much, much better special teams unit. You know? 877-867-1670. But let, let's be honest. If Mason Crosby wasn't making four, five, six million dollars a year, he was a rookie coming in and was still accurate from 49 and in. Chances are he's probably got a probably got a job. But it was the, you know, you didn't want to pay him. So you cut him loose and you know, you see what you see what you can do and see what happens. Anders Carlson right now, he's not up there like shanking everything over towards Kroll's. So you know, you look at what you have and see how the season unfolds. And obviously you see what happens in in game situations early on. You see how kickoffs go. You see directionally how he does. You see if he's got the leg to be able to get it out of the end zone because apparently touchbacks are a big thing. Now you can get fair catches even short of the goal line, which they're basically eliminating the return game to, for the most part, So, which I think is garbage, but just another – craptastic implementation of a rule by the NFL. So it's kind of kind of like a non-thought. I'd, I'd want a for sure legged scorer over a guy that can put it two yards deep into the end zone any day of the week. 877-867-1670. If you want to uh, shout out, please do. 877-867-1670. Uh, what else here? Jim says, uh, who do you see as the bigger concern this year? Jordan Love? Oh, we, I think we did this yesterday too, Jim, didn't we? Jordan Love or Joe Barry, or is it Matt LaFleur calling the offense? Um, I, I think we talked about this yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, on the show. And maybe you want, you were the one that asked the same question then too. Um, I, honestly, I'd say Joe Barry. I'm, Jordan Love is what it is. You know, now, unless he's horrifically bad, even if he's stable, even if he's average, you're going to need a better defense anyway. You know, if if he gives you, and we kind of set the bar at the same statistics as Aaron Rodgers from last year, right? If he gives you that, then you should be in the running for possibly a wild card. And what's going to prevent you from getting to the wild card is probably going to be the defense. We saw the defense play pretty well last year for a little while for through stretches, specifically the second half of the season. But that would be what prevents you from getting to the postseason, in my opinion. 
Now, again, it, circumstances being what they are, you got to look at everything and you got to say, okay, how many injuries did they have? Uh, did guys have better than average years, less than average years? Were they playing zone all the time and not really playing man coverage and dying the death by a thousand cuts? You know, I mean, there's so many things to talk about, you know, but no, I'd, I'd probably say if I had to, if I had to say where my largest amount of concern comes from, the offense is going to be what it is. You're going to see either a, 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 an eye-opening performance out of Jordan Love or you're going to see kind of what you thought it was and you're going to go, boy, not the deal, right? But where you need to be impressed is going to be in the defense. Defense is going to have to win you some games. And I don't know if your question is more pointed at the postseason or if it's more pointed at getting to the postseason or if it's just more pointed at the season as a whole. I, I That I don't know. But for this team to have a sniff of the postseason, they're going to have to have a top 12 or better, maybe even a top 10 defense. No, no doubt in my mind. None. So if you had to say where's the concern, the concern is probably Joe Barry. More so Joe Barry to me than anything else. 877-867. Do you agree? Do you agree with that? You know? Do you agree with that? You can give us a shout there. What's more concerning to you, the offense or the defense? Uh, hey, want to say thanks to our friends at JL Tire and Service Center, big supporters of the Fisher House, big supporters of the program. Two great locations. One's in Watertown on Boulder Road, the other one just north of 94. You can see it at the Johnson Creek exit. It's just north, it's right there off to the uh, eastern side of that road, right there at Johnson Creek and Highway 26, just, just east of Highway 26 on the corner right there, just north of 94. Stop in either place, either location, people you can trust. They're philanthropic. And if you're a big rig driver and you're out there cruising around and maybe you have some brake issues, tire issues, airline issues, trailer issues, whatever it happens to be, they can help you out. They have the facility to do it right off of the highway. That's J&L Tire and Service Center in Johnson Creek and in Watertown and big supporters of the Motorcycle Ride in Fisher House, Wisconsin. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you. Welcome back. Hey, don't forget about our friends. Uh, tonight is the night. Uh, Umbrella Bar is open down at the uh, Rock Complex, Sport Complex down in Franklin, Wisconsin. Also, you can find Lux Golf Bays down there, L-U-X-E, LuxGolfBays.com. And if you want to go down and get your swing on, and maybe a night like tonight, you go down, you swing the clubs a little bit, maybe venture over to the Umbrella Bar, or you get some drinks, get some food served to you right there in your bay as you're, uh, as you're hitting, some, uh, hitting some shots. Um, either way. Or the Milkmen. Go see the Milwaukee Milkmen. You can see them play down there. A lot of good stuff going on in Franklin, Wisconsin. And I think they got the Scottish games going on down at the Croatia Fields this weekend, too. The Scottish, the Gaber guys. The Gaber. I don't even know how to say it, but uh, <laughs> it's terrible Scottish. But uh, they have the uh, Scottish games going on down in that direction, too. So make it a whole weekend down there in Franklin, Wisconsin. And start with the Lux Golf Base, L-U-X-E, LuxGolfBase.com. They're the Umbrella Bar. There is uh, the Rock Venture Complex, which is just fantastic. And don't forget, they are a big sport, uh, supporter. And the first stop 
on the motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September sec, uh, September 3rd. Sunday, September 3rd. So make sure you become a part of that as well. Um, let's see here. Uh, MZ says, Mike Zimmer is Joe Barry's assistant defensive coach. If you need to fire Barry, Zimmer can take over and midseason or next season. Zimmer had a good record versus Rodgers. Um, <laughs> Mike Zimmer was not really well liked by his guys. Just an F, just an FYI. Uh, JJ said, if the uh, Packers defense is not top 15 by midseason, then Barry needs to be replaced. Um... If they are, and again, it, it's it's. It's how you lose or how you're not performing that determines whether or not you're going to stick around. You, you know, you you think about it. It's it's um. If you're not playing good defense, and it's because schematically they're not playing well, not tackling well, not covering well. That's one thing. It's another thing if, if you're decimated by injuries. It's another thing if schematically you're playing all zone and getting chewed up across the middle on the consistent and you're not going to make any adjustments. And it's stuff that we can all see via the first game against Justin Jefferson and company last year. You know what I mean? So it just depends on how you get from point A to point B. But I agree with you. If if this team is not top 10, top 12 pretty consistently throughout the season, it could end up being a relatively long season. I don't disagree with that at all. Um, 100%. You got something to say, bring it. Um, oh, yeah, the uh, – <laughs> Uh, yeah, Austin, Austin, by the way, is doing a fine job back in the studio, taking over for Ben. It's kind of a tough situation because Austin's producing and learning the show and putting things together and such. So a little bit different, uh, but he brings it up. He said, Hey, uh, don't forget uh, the all-star ballots open this weekend. Could talk about what brewers should or should not be on the all-star ballot. Well, or at least getting votes. Um, the all-star game is interesting because for a long time, I mean, it's still the populist vote. It, it, It just is. It's still based upon your fan base coming out and voting for you, being passionate about a player, okay? Um, I remember when it was Jeff Jenkins and Richie Sexton and Ryan Braun and then Fielder was coming up and, you know, you had a bunch of Brewers that were there and it was always vote, you know, vote Brewer. It was Jeff Jenkins the one year, vote Brewers for the alternative, you know, to for the last guy in. And, and there was this rally. I think Brewers fans – Two things. One is we're educated, right? I think we're all educated. We all know what's good and what's bad. That's first and foremost. Secondly, I I think you have to have wins and energy and draw. And all of the marketing teams throughout Major League Baseball for every team, they do a great job at, you know, vote Brewers, vote Reds, vote Pirates, vote Cardinals, and Cardinals fans come out in droves. And they all, even the Cardinals fans, passivity leaks in. You know, where they're kind of like, oh, we're not, we're not playing that well. 
you would vote for the favorites. You know, go back to the Yadier Molina days. Yadier was always going to be etched in. They always they always put him in there. You know, Cincinnati's always going to vote for Joey Votto, even though Votto's basically sucks. Um, you know, there's 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 certain guys that you know have longevity with your team, and you're going to vote for them. And the, the, I I would say that the majority of votes for the Milwaukee Brewers is still going to be Christian Yelich. Oh, he's coming back. He's hitting 250. It's better than what he did last year. Blah blah blah. Okay, you know he's still going to get a lot of votes. Um, but I think baseball fans in general are, are smart enough to know who's playing well. Remember the old days when they and I and I hate to do this, but I'm going to date myself here for a second. Remember the days when the ushers used to come down and pass out the ballots, and you'd sit there for two innings punching holes in the ballots that you wanted, and then they always wanted you to take the, ba- the ballots and drop them into whatever box it happens to be, wherever it was located, down the first base, third base line, right behind home plate, whatever, you know, and drop it down. And then you'd always get that stack of ballots that you were going to have it just, you know, 30 ballots high, and you were going to start punching holes. You'd take like five at a time. You're punching holes through them all. That was, that was a thing. Now, with it being on your phone, with it being on the websites, with, you know, now you can see they, you know, you can see everything side by side. You can look at analytics. You can look at statistics. You don't necessarily vote for the fan favorite. You know, people think about it when they do it. And, you know, the old way was the old ballot box stuffer. You know, I remember one year the St. Louis Cardinals had damn near every position covered. Go back to the days of 75, 76 when the big red machine. I mean, I was in grade school at the time, and we took pride, and my mom and dad would bring them home. We'd, we'd just punch out all the Reds, and that year I think every position was a Red starter. You know, it was bench behind the plate, and Tony Perez at first base, Joe Morgan at second, Dave Concepcion, Pete Rose, George Foster, Cesar Geronimo, you know, Ken Griffey. That was, that was the team, the starting all-star team, because you stuffed the ballot box. I think those days are kind of over. You know, until you get into that popularity thing where it comes down to two guys. And then basically it's my pride and my fan base versus your pride and your fan base. But that's, I, I think, kind of the where the voting has gone for the Major League Baseball, you know, ballots, we'll say. Um, so anyway, it is what it is. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, it, you know, and Jim says, oh, my God, you just dated yourself. You're going back to the old days. Jim, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I did. Uh, there, there's a whole generation of people that have never known a paper ballot for Major League Baseball. I, I completely understand it. And it, it, I always uh, I, I take pause when I start to say, back in the day, you know, because then anybody you – know, <laughs> Of a of of this particular age of generation looks at you and goes, "What the hell are you talking about? Oh my God! You know, <laughs> did you ride your dinosaur over to the ballot box and you know chip it on the stone tablet and then drop it in? That's the way you did it. That's the way you did it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, let's do this. We're going to step out. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and <laughs> we'll pick up where we left off. Um. Back fan, you're right. Uh, the 75-76 Reds, they were a, a fun team to watch. You bet. They In 76, they rolled. They destroyed everybody. The 75 season, that game six, the stories behind it are so wonderful. And it was, it was so cool living there. And then when I finally got to do sports talk radio in Cincinnati for a short period of time, 
uh, before I moved here. And uh, to, to have Sparky Anderson come on the show and talk about all of that. Pete Rose came on the show, talked about that. Uh, we've talked to Bench. We've talked to a lot of them about it. it. It was so cool to discuss that series in Boston. But they rolled in 76. I mean rolled. Steamrolled. I mean, the Yankees were the big bad Yankees with Reggie Jackson and company, and there was no stopping the Yankees. The Yankees were beasts. They were the bombers. They were dominant, and the Reds beat the absolute crap out of them. And it was that 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 Reds team is one of the best teams ever. I just went through it. I mean, you look at the Hall of Famers that, that are there. Uh, you got bench behind the plate. Rose was on that team. Joe Morgan was on that team. Then you talk about guys like Ken Griffey, George Foster, Cesar Geronimo, Dave Concepcion, Tony Perez, one of the better clutch hitters uh, of his time. Uh, you look at some of the backups. You know, you even go back to a backup like a guy like Bill Plummer. It's a backup catcher. Here's gone by Raleigh Eastwick, Don Gullett. You go through that whole list of uh, of arms, Gary Nolan, all the guys that they had had through the years with that team. They'd had a lot of great players, you know, that that rolled through there. So absolutely. Um, team says, uh, do you think that Ben's going to be telling stories uh, when he's your age in Philadelphia about you? I absolutely, absolutely. So the difference is because Ben and I weren't in the same room all the time. That the stories don't the 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 visual side of things don't become as influential in the story because there wasn't any you know but the things we discussed absolutely absolutely 877-867-1670 hang in there again 877-867-1670 hey if you're looking for a career a new job a place to go a place that's giving us Sign-on bonuses, hiring bonuses right now. They're looking for CDL drivers, production people, cooler and maintenance technicians. That is our friends at Kemp's, K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's, 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 Kemp's.com. And go to the bottom of the page, click on careers. That is Kemp's. They have been around in Cedarburg, Wisconsin, dairy-wise for a long time, since 1914. That is Kemp's, K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's.com. Then click on careers at the bottom of the page. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. As the weather warms up, so should your grill. Here comes the smell of sunshine and tailgates. For all your grilling needs, go to SholzyFamilyBeef.com. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom-made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes. We customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless. Even more customized than your coffee. So you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. I don't know what I'm doing tonight. Tonight might be a grilling night. And if it's a grilling night, you know what that means. Our friends at Robert's Specialty Meats out in Waukesha, whether it's chickens or ribs on a stick, the chicken parm skewers, 
great steaks, the Al Capone sauce. You know what I discovered down there the other day? Um, I had never had the jalapeno brats, the cheddar brats. And they make them. And uh, I, yeah, I, was, yeah, I think it was like Tuesday or Wednesday uh, I was home here. And uh, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to grill some stuff. And they come in packs of three. So I thought, ah, I'll throw all three on there and I can heat, heat one up or two up the next day. And, but I'd never had them. And, oh, my God, uh, those things were spectacular. I browned them on the outside. They were just cracking open and spewing some of the juices on the inside when I took them off the grill. And when you cut them open, you could literally see the chunks of cheese and the little pieces of jalapeno that were ground in there. You could see the chunks of cheese, and the cheese would just melt out of the area that you sliced it. And it was spectacular. It was one of the best brats I've ever had. And I like spicy things. These weren't because you hear jalapeno and you're like, oh, my God, I don't want spicy, spicy. But they're not. They got a mild spice to them. Really, really good. But those were fantastic. So I'm just discovering more and more good stuff down at Robert's Specialty Meats in Waukesha. Robert's Specialty Meats, Waukesha.com. That's Robert's Specialty Meats, Waukesha.com on Sunset Drive in Waukesha. Welcome back to the program. Good to have you. Um, this is from Chuck that says, do you agree with the rule that every team is going to have to have at least one representative? I remember a few years ago, back in 2014, when the game was in Minneapolis, and the Twins sucked that year. The reps were catcher Kurt Suzuki and pitcher Glenn Perkins. Uh, neither probably deserved to be in it. Personally, I don't like that rule, but I understand why they have it. That's why they have it. That's why they have it, Chuck, because you want you don't want the hometown team to be completely shut out. You want them to root for the hometown guys. That's why they have that rule. I, I agree with you. If it's an all-star team, you should be an all-star. You shouldn't get there just because. Okay? Um, but, yeah, the rule kind of sucks. The rule kind of sucks. But it's also a rule that was put in place because of years gone by where certain fan bases, the Reds, the Cardinals, the A's back in the day, their fans stuffed the ballot boxes. The Yankees, their fans stuffed the ballot boxes. And you would have so many of those players on a team that other teams weren't fully represented. And, fan, you know, baseball made a decision at that. I can't remember what year it was, but they made the decision to say, you know, you got to have everybody, somebody representing every team because it has to, there has to be an all-star in every team. You know, we have to have all of our teams represented. I understand it, but I don't agree with it. Because if you're not an all-star, you shouldn't be an all-star. Period. End of story. But that's just, that's just you know. You and I look at it as this isn't no damn participation trophy, but that's where we're at. And baseball made that clear years ago. And, and let's be honest, it's not a game that matters. At least not anymore. It's not a game that matters. It is supposed to be an exhibition. So, and by the way, let me say this. Out of all of the All-Star games, I love baseball's All-Star game. Baseball's All-Star game, to me, is the best. It is absolutely a classic. It is, has been, always will be. It is played the right way. Batters got to face good pitchers. Pitchers got to face good hitters. Some, some strategy involved. You let them go out and play. You let them go out and swing. You let them go out and run. They still have to catch diving catches, catches up and over the fence. We saw Barry Bonds do that here at Miller Park back in 2021, 2022. So I think baseball, as opposed to the defenseless garbage that you see in the NBA, and now <laughs> the not even a, 
a semblance of care given to what's going on with the NFL. Um, hockey, they don't really hit too hard. They don't be, beat up on each other too much in hockey anymore either. So, I, you know, I don't think so. The best all-star game there is is truly Major League Baseball. I like it the best. Uh, JJ, with the new NFL rule, who's going to be de- the designated third-string quarterback in Green Bay? Um, my my assumption it would be Danny Etling, but I couldn't tell you. I mean, unless you know, unless they end up going out and getting somebody else, that's going to be the fourth on that roster. But they're not going to carry four four quarterbacks on the roster, right? You know, um, unless now, you know, I'll take that back. I mean, you, Danny Etling knows the system. He might be a better option than Sean Clifford. So maybe, maybe Sean Clifford becomes the third. Maybe Danny Etling with his knowledge, he already kind of knows it. So maybe he's the guy, but I don't know. Uh, we got another hour yet to go in the program. Good stuff, and a lot of good questions. Uh, a free-for-all. A free-for-all coming up in the next hour. Whatever it is you got on your mind, throw at us, and we'll uh, go ahead and chat about it on a beautiful Friday. I'm sure I'm sure like you, I- I'm right there with you. Many of you have kind of said, you know what? I'm looking forward to 5 o'clock today, 6 o'clock today, 2 o'clock today. Can't wait to get out and enjoy the weather. Can't wait to get out and enjoy the weekend. Can't wait to get out and use the boat, ride the motorcycle, go fishing. Sit on the patio under an umbrella, watch a little baseball, margarita time, whatever it happens to be. I'm sure we're all involved in it. We're mentally there already. We got another one yet, another hour yet to go, though. Stay tuned. Loving it. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com or right now, you know, customize that order. Get whatever you need doors, windows, outside, inside, beautification. Roll screens, slider windows, you name it. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. More of the Bill Michael Show coming back next.